Hi, I'm Gayo Rhodes Benjamin, and you are watching hashtag Verse TV. Comment, thumbs up, share with everyone you know, and subscribe. Welcome to hashtag Verse TV, week 129. Welcome to hashtag Verse TV, week 129. I'm Chrissy, and for hashtag all the tea, I'm here with my good friend, Grammy nominated spoken word performance artist, award-winning actress, self-empowerment speaker and educator, Gail Rhodes Benjamin. Say hi to all our hashtag Verse TV family, Gail Rhodes Benjamin. Hello, Chrissy. Hello, everybody. I'm happy to be here today. Thank you for having me. And thank you so much for being here. And we are definitely honored to interview you today so we can get hashtag all the tea. And um, of the first, uh, first for our audience who may not uh, know who you are yet, where are you from and what do you uh, love most about your origin story? Well, I am from Detroit, Michigan. Some people call it Motown. Some people call it the Motor City. I am proud to be from Detroit, Michigan. Regardless of what you hear, Detroit has the most powerful and the most resilient people imaginable. Everybody that came to Detroit, like during maybe the 20s and the 30s, they migrated and they call it up south because everybody from down south came up north. It was called up south. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm happy to be from the Motor City. And what I love the most about growing up in Detroit is that it was all family oriented. I had aunts and uncles on both sides of the family. I had so many cousins, I couldn't even keep up with them. And then I had a church family. And then I had play mamas and God mamas and Sunday school mamas and neighborhood mamas. And the couple that lived next door to us, uh, Uncle Vern and Aunt Dora, they didn't have kids. So they became our aunt and uncle. And they took good care of us. And Uncle Vern used to always say, you know what I'm making today? I said, what you making, Uncle Vern? I'm making barbecue watermelon. And we tried for years to try to figure that out. Is so good. It's wonderful. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's a community oh. where we encourage each other and support each other. Yes, okay. Um, so uh, you come from a very musical family and uh, your mom and her sister sang in a group named the Road Sisters of Detroit, Michigan. And your yes. dad was a popular Sunday morning DJ and um, with many popular musical guests. Uh, let's get into your Grammy nomination. The Grammy nomination came from a collaboration with your creative brother, music percussionist, Jeff Haynes, uh, who produced an, uh, an album called Storm King, featuring, featuring the life stories and music of the late, great Pete Seeger. Um, while working on this project, did you feel like it was going to be a Grammy-nominated success? I did not. I'm very happy that it became that, but during the process, I try not to think of the end result. I try to think about the now moment, because you can get sidetracked. So um, we, um, we just got in the studio. Jeff said, what kind of setup do you want? And I said, well, Jeff, we're going to be talking about the ancestors, bringing forth the ancestors, that ancestral vibe. So please light a candle for me. Yeah. Please put out a lace 
you know, cover over the table. Let's dim the lights. Let's get me a rocking chair. And of course, his wife was always on the other side of the kitchen cooking. And so those smells that evoked those memories were coming to me. And so that's how we work. Working with Jeff Haynes is like being on the playground where you were in the sixth grade, just you don't know what's going to happen. You just know you're going to go outside at lunchtime and everybody's going to have a good time. So I had no idea that it was going to become a Grammy nominated uh, spoken word project along with Pete Seeger, but I'm glad that it was. All right. Um, so Jeff Haynes is also featured on your debut album entitled Spiritual Eclipse, Sacred Moments on a String of Words. Um, it's a collection of your written words. And um, we'd like for you to give Hashtag Verse TV, um, our Hashtag Verse TV family, a sip of all the hashtag, uh, hashtag all the tea on what you are communicating with this project. Okay. Uh, during this project, I'm, I was communicating the journey of a woman, myself, but also other people's journeys combined, a celebration of black woman in a play, in a, in a poem, excuse me, in a poem titled Royalty, a celebration of black men in a poem titled Brother Man. But also there's sadness there, but there's also resiliency and rejoicing. It's about survival, dignity, humor, and just getting back to yourself again in celebration, because you always have to get back to yourself, find your way back home to yourself to find a way to keep going. And so I had the opportunity to work in a studio called Cultural Sound. Uh, the production person was Tom McConnell, downtown Brooklyn. And then it was Jeff Haynes on percussion. And Jeff is bad. Calvin mm -hmm. Jones on bass. And the late wonderful friend of mine, Greg Payne, was on keys. And then Spike Rebel, my boy from Chicago, guitar, piano, you know, vocals. Spike is the one that kicked me in the butt and said, okay, Gail, let's get this going. Because if you just want to keep doing gigs and just making money and just going for gig, I don't want to work with you no more. Okay. So I paid him for a gig one night and he gave me the money back. He said, put that money on the studio. Let's make a CD. So that's what we did. And I'm very happy that we did. I'm glad that he gave you that kick. <laughs> me too. too. You know, um, you're, you're a woman in, the, um, in charge at the helm of talking poems and storytelling productions, which is why I admire you the most. And as a writer, you also handcrafted original customized handmade poems. Uh, please give our hashtag Verse TV family a sip of hashtag all the tea on all these special poems. Okay, so um, talking poems and storytelling productions, it's my, um, you know, that's my baby. So at the heart of talking poems and storytelling productions is my customized poems, my customized poems. So these customized poems, all of them have a different flavor. All of them have a different personality because they're all about somebody different or something different. So people say, hey, can you hook me up with a poem for my wedding, for this funeral, for my anniversary, for a birthday, for a retirement party? Just recently, 
a family hired me to write a poem because this brother out of Detroit was um, retiring after being in the military for like 30 years. And so, you know, one lady said, look, I'm turning 70 years old. I need a poem for my birthday party. And my aunt just died. I need a poem for her too. So these poems become, uh, they become like history on paper. You have a family heirloom right there in your hand because it tells you everything about the person's beginnings, what they like, what they don't like. It's not roses or red, violets are blue, sugar is sweet. It's way, way deeper. It's layered. You know, I get the history, what was going on in the year that the person was born and all kinds of nuances that bring that person to life, that give this poem flesh, to give it bones, to give it a smell, to give it a taste, to give it the flavor that it deserves as it celebrates each person that I'm writing the poem about. Okay. So um, Gail Rhodes Benjamin, is a woman with many accolades. Um, you are also a multiple award-winning actress um, who has performed for multiple sold-out venues. You also have um, ensemble cast um, Adelco Award wins for reunion in Bartersville and also Sassy Mamas. Wow. When preparing for a role, do you so amazingly enter um, how do you so amazingly enter and become your character? Okay, so first let me let everybody know what an Adelco Award is. An Adelco Award celebrates excellence, excellency in Black theater, okay? So actors, playwright, directors, costume designers, musicians, etc., cetera, uh, get awarded for their outstanding work. You know, as you well know, uh, Black people don't, always get celebrated. And so this is a time where everybody's all dressed up and celebrating and looking to see who's gonna win what on that night. And we all celebrate cause it's like a community. Um, how I prepare for a role, usually the playwright gives you some indications of who you are. You might wear high heels or you might be real sassy or you might be a sad person that just sits in the corner all the time. And then the rest, you figure it out during the rehearsal process. The director might say, do this, do that, walk here, walk there. And then you start discovering how your character walks into a room, how your character as exits the room, how your character drinks water or tea or milk or throw somebody <laughs> throw some water or tea or milk in somebody's face. You, know, <laughs> you discover these things as you go along. And, um, and every night, once the show opens all the way to closing night, it's still a process. I'm still always discovering something new about the character. It's always something new that happens, even when we're just improvising, you know, improvising, whatever, doing um, rehearsal. It just happens and you just come up with some amazing stuff, working with some amazing people. And of course, you know, once the show opens, you got on makeup, you got on a wig, you got on, a, you know, some kind of costume that is that character. And I had a lot of fun in a play um, where I played an older woman and a younger woman who was the same person. And the audience got a chance to see uh, the flashbacks of me when I was younger, you know, just kind of 
at the windowsill smoking a cigarette. Mm -hmm. And then five minutes later, I, you know, put the wig back on. And then I'm this older person, a gray wig. It was very beat up. <laughs> and uh, it was a, it was a wonderful piece. It was a wonderful time. So um, Gail, you are also an educator and a teacher of self-empowerment. And um, what advice would you give a strong person who is afraid to let their light fully shine? I would say you are here for a reason. You are here on purpose. Your light is already shining. Just get out there and shine it some more because it might be somebody out there who needs your light to shine on them. So a lot of times we just need a little bit of a push. Like you can do it, why don't you just try it one step at a time? You know, like if I'm in a classroom and whether I'm working with children or whether I'm working with seniors, doesn't matter, teenagers, everybody needs some encouragement. And so a person might, the first time they open their mouths, they might say something like, to fling my arms wide in the face of the sun, like a Langston Hughes poem. Yeah. But by the time we get to the end of class or the next class, it might be to fling my arms wide in the face of the sun. And by the time we get to the next one, it might be to fling my arms wide in the face of the sun, dance world, world to the quick day is done, rest that cool, leaving a tall, slim tree, night falls gently, black like me. So just urging the process along, letting that person know that they're just as important as anybody else. No need to stand in the shadow of anybody else or to stand in your own shadow. Shine your light, that's what it's for. Shine your light, that's what it's for. Yes, thank you for that. Thank you so much for that advice. Mm -hmm. And um, also, you have performed with ZCO? ZCO Dance Project, yes. Okay, and that's uh, Zazel's Dance yes. Company that features differently abled dancers and more. How do you prioritize and schedule so effect effectively to accomplish so much? Well, Zazel Shiva Ogera, she is a powerful woman. And all the dancers who dance with her are powerful people. And when we get up there and dance together, it's like magic happens. We just open up the floodgates of creativity. So in order to keep up my schedule, I'm super organized. Like I'll most often get my clothes out the night before, and then I'll look at my schedule for the next day. And if I know I have two or three events, performances, auditions, rehearsals, back to back, I'll take everything that I need along with me, you know, mm -hmm. including extra water, including a little bit of food or a snack, maybe some extra deodorant, maybe a change of clothes um, to keep me going. I just stay as organized as I possibly can. I try to keep everything in a place where I can easily find it. You know, wallet keys, cell phone mask, wallet keys, <laughs> cell phone mask. Yeah. Oh, I forgot my mask. Let me get my mask. I forgot this. I forgot that. You know, so as you yeah. stay organized, because people like working with organized people, and I like to be an organized person. I totally agree with that. Um, 
Okay, so through this difficult pandemic, how have you managed to stay alive and thrive? Well, I made up my mind at the very beginning of the pandemic that I was gonna get through it the best way I could. Now, of course, I had no idea that it would last this long, but I went to one of the schools that I had been working at and I had some chart paper there and I had some magic markers there and I had a lot of music there and I brought it all to where I live. And something just said, just be prepared because you don't know what's gonna happen. Just be prepared, just be ready. Sure enough, the principal called and said, Gail, that dance class you were teaching, can you continue to teach it? I said, sure. She says, so something like Zoom, it's not quite Zoom, it's something else, we're gonna send it to you. I said, when do you want me to start? She said, tomorrow. So I changed my living room, moved the furniture to make it the long way to be able to handle that. And then the next thing you know, somebody else is asking me, hey, we're going to do poetry. We're just going to do a Zoom performance. Can you do it? And yeah. then Van Dirk Fisher, he just passed away a couple of weeks ago. But I met him during the pandemic. He called. He said, you've been referred to me by Pat Floyd. Can you audition for a reading I'm doing of a play called The Breaking Point? And I said, sure. He said, how do you want to audition for it? Do you want to just send me in a tape or do you want to do it via Zoom? I said, let's Zoom. So we got on Zoom. Man, we're just talking and having a good time. I forgot I was even auditioning, you know? And uh, the next thing I know, he called me that night and said, you got the job. I got to use you. And ended up doing like two or three projects with him during the pandemic. So I just kept my mind right. I took my vitamins. I took very good care of myself. Um, you know, I continued my workout. I did everything I could to stay focused and to not participate in the conversations. Well, you know, it's bad out here for us. Right, exactly. It's hard out here. Yeah, sure, it was hard. It was challenging. But I'm not going to speak the language of something I don't want. I'm a firm believer in speaking for what you want to see happen in your life. And you know, like that, like go for it. Like not right. if you sick, don't say you sick, say I am well. Right. You know? I'm feeling weak. Yes. <laughs> I am strong. I am yes. strong. I am strong. So yeah. Okay. So what's uh, what's the best advice that you would like to share with our hashtag first TV family? I would say you got a gift in you and I know you got a gift in you. And all you got to do is take that gift that you have, that talent that you have, that nobody else on the planet has. And, you know, use your gift. Use your talent. Use it. If you're a cook, then cook. If you're a gardener, then garden. If you're a writer, then write. If you're a singer, then sing. If you're a hugger, it might not be a good time to hug, but you can do like this. <laughs> Tell people that right. you hug. That's what I'm doing. I'll, I'll see a little kid and I'll say, hey, baby, you know what I'm doing? I'm hugging you. I'm turning you all around. I'm, you, I'm putting you upside down. You about to fall. Ooh, I'm just playing. I'm going for it. I yeah. would say go for what's yours because if you don't do the thing that you are blessed to do, the thing that you are called to do, you're keeping the whole world from having what they need through you. 
Yes, you speak in you my know, language. Somebody <laughs> might need that chocolate cake that only you can make. Right. You know, somebody might need those hats that only you can style. Somebody might need that, you know, that encouragement of that, you know, somebody might need what you have, no matter what it is. So don't just put it off to the side. Use your gift. Encourage yourself. Go for it. Okay. So what's next for Gail Rhodes Benjamin? Well, I'll tell you this. I'm on the road to self-care. I've been spending a lot, a lot of time, especially this year, prioritizing myself and taking good care of myself. And um, it's not always that easy to prioritize yourself because so many people come to you from so many different angles and they want so many different things from you. You have to be the one to set the boundaries. So that's one of the things I'm doing. I'm setting boundaries. But also while I'm setting those boundaries, I am getting prepared for uh, a program called She Speaks at New Federal Theater in New York City and all poets, and I believe all the poets are female poets, and we're going to be performing on November 19th, and it's going to be amazing, and I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to be doing a poem that celebrates uh, women's, you know, breast cancer month. I have a piece called Titties Ain't Everything for Sarah the Butterscotch Sunflower Queen. It's on my YouTube channel, 30 seconds of it, and uh, yeah, celebrate yourself, Take good care of yourself. Don't miss no doctor's appointments. Uh-uh. Right. Uh -uh. right. That's very important. Be brave. You deserve it. All right. So um, we have five general questions that we'd like to ask. Um, they're uh, general hashtag verse TV questions that we'd like to ask every guest. And uh, the first question is, if you had all the money or power necessary, what would you do or change that you would feel would most benefit benefit the LGBT plus community? Wow, if I had all the money. Okay, so I'd probably do something like create an advertising agency and create billboards and signs and this, that, and the other, have concerts and events that would highlight the uniqueness of that community, okay? Yeah. But it wouldn't be something that would say, well, this is why we're different from them and they are different from us. It's too much of that already going on. It's too much division, it's too much separation. Right. Right. It would be emphasizing our commonalities, like the LGBTQ community. They're family oriented, spiritually oriented, you know, Everybody likes to sit down and have a meal together with your loved ones, with your family, with your lover. But right. also, there may be people, everybody ain't all snuggled up just because it's winter. You know, there's some solo people out there too. Celebrate the community and the commonalities that we have and stop judging each other because uh, you know, I don't think we have the right to go in somebody's bedroom and tell them who to sleep with. Okay. Exactly. I, I totally think agree. You choose who you want to sleep with as long as it's consensual. If it's consensual, 
all good. Do your thing. Yes, that's a great answer. So um, number two is ask not where I live or what I like to eat or how I comb my hair, but ask me what I am living for in detail. Ask me what I think is keeping me from fully, uh, uh, keep, keeping me from living fully for the thing I want to live for. And this is a quote by uh, Thomas Merton. The actual question is, what is your goal in life? And um, uh, what is your goal in life? We'll ask that one first. My goal in life is to keep being myself. To keep allowing myself to be the creative being that I am. To keep recognizing myself as the artist that I am. I didn't know I was an artist. I didn't know I was an artist. Uh, Brenda Bunsen Bay, designer for Tribal Truths Collection. She said, you know, you're an artist. I said, I am? So most of us think that an artist has to pick up a pencil and draw right. or paint. An artist is a creative being. So I'm, gonna keep, I'm gonna keep on creating. I'm gonna keep on writing. I'm gonna keep on acting. I'm gonna keep on directing. I'm gonna keep on dancing. I'm gonna keep on um, staying connected to my roots and not just my hair roots, but my African roots, you know, my African ancestry. Um, I come from some powerful queens and kings and people who had the first universities, build the first pyramids. I come from royalty. That's what I'm gonna to continue to do, is celebrate where I'm going, where I've been, and to encourage somebody else along the way. That's what I'm gonna keep on doing. Okay. And the next question, now I can't imagine um, uh, there would even be an answer other than nothing uh, to this question, <laughs> but what is slowing you from achieving that goal? Hmm. Right now, I would say absolutely nothing. Yeah. Maybe every now and then a little doubtful mm -hmm. thought might just show up and I'll be like, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Get rid of that energy right away. I get right back to the center of being myself. Yeah. Okay. So this is a little bit more of a serious question. Um, what is your hashtag deepest tea? Meaning uh, something that you've never shared on media before or something that you're willing to share right now with us, of course. Let's see. Well, when I was a preteen, I like somebody and that's somebody like me. And that person gave me a kiss and it just happened to be in church. <laughs> and then that person gave me a ring and inside of the ring, there was a little clock and the person said, I'll love you forever. So of course, you know, it was preteen love and all that kind of stuff, but we still happen to be very, very good friends. So that's my tea. 
that I'm going to spill. That's wonderful. Thank you for spilling it. (laughs) Thank you. Okay, so what are some stumbling blocks that um, you've had on your path uh, up and how did you overcome them? Okay, stumbling blocks for sure. Just like everybody else, I compared myself to other people. Oh, he got that. She got that. He does it this way. She does it that way. Oh, I should do it like that. You know, that comparison game that we play. We shouldn't compare ourselves to anyone else. You know, um, I might compare myself to yesterday, but even that's not fair because that was yesterday. Today is a brand new day. So the stumbling blocks were comparing myself to other people. But now, if I catch myself comparing myself to anybody, which is very rare, you know, most of the time I'm just complimenting somebody else or complimenting myself. Be like, girl, you know you bad, right? What, huh? Yeah. yeah. Me and you, we together, right? Girl, we got this. Come on, let's go. Yeah. Okay, okay. So um, the last question is, what are some things that you would like to be left in the legacy time capsule for your work? Wow. Okay. So first, I would like to put some seeds in this time capsule. Some seeds of wildflowers and exotic flowers. And then I would like to put some herbs in there, some some healing herbs. And as the years go by, these herbs would have the potential to be more and more potent. So by the time somebody opens up this time capsule, oh boy, they're going to be healed. I want some quotes in there by me. And then I want some of the favorite quotes that I have read or scriptures or affirmations. And I definitely want some sand, some sand from places where my ancestors laid their footprints. I want some of them to be, I want people to know that I was connected to royalty. And by that time, I'll probably have all of my DNA done through um, AfricanAncestry.com. And then I'll be able to say that I'm a direct descendant of, other than my mother and father, and go all the way back to that beautiful motherland of Africa. So those are some things that I would put. Oh, and some kari shells and some waist beads. Oh, yes. (laughs) And, And some of my favorite words. Some of my favorite words will go in there. Just put right in there. All right, that's an excellent, excellent answer. So, where at um, on uh, social media can we find you and um, uh, share? You know, not just uh, social media, but you know, where where can we find you the most? Um, but definitely on social media, um, you know, to see what your work and everything. Okay, so definitely you want to go to my website at GailRhodesBenjamin.com. So that's G like golden, H-A-I-L-R-H-O-D-E-S, Benjamin.com. On Instagram, at I am Gail Rhodes Benjamin, G-H-A-I-L. Okay. 
L R H O D E S Benjamin on Facebook and on YouTube. This is the correct spelling of my name for these sites because they allow it. It's G H A apostrophe I L R H O D E S Benjamin. So that's Facebook and YouTube. G H A apostrophe I L Rhodes Benjamin. And thank you so much for sharing all of that with us on um, uh, Hashtag Verse TV. Um, hi, this is uh, Chrissy, and you are watching Hashtag Verse TV. And uh, so comment, thumbs up, share, and subscribe. Um, Gael Rhodes Benjamin, thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much for being here. And I'm so honored and privileged to have had the opportunity, opportunity to interview you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. I'm not waiting because I know already that I'm a descendant of Sheba, Nefertari, Isis, Cleopatra, Nefertiti, Phyllis, Gwendolyn, Sonia, Jane, Nikki, Maya, and Aunt Shanita. Uh-huh. And queens don't wait. Queens get waited on. I want a bucket of sunsets and a golden container of sunrise oil in my bag and sprinkle in both dippers. Would you please? I'm not waiting on you no more because I spent my whole life waiting and you only came when it was convenient for you. So I thank you for ushering me into the conveniently wonderful habit of loving myself the way I should have been loving me since the beginning of time, but I was told to wait on you and I did. I loved you the best way I could. Until I was weary and worn out from waiting. If I am to be fully alive, celebrating my journey, then my living cannot be an empty, neglected afterthought, a burnt-out fuse. Waiting. I must wait only for the light to change before I cross and for my shadow to accompany me. Because queens don't wait. Easter lilies to acknowledge this new awareness. And I'm not waiting for tomorrow. I'm a queen right this very moment. Cause queens don't wait. They get waited on. Queens don't wait. They get waited on. And I don't want the stone to read. Here lies a female that waited forever. To read, I wanted to read. Here lies a woman who lived as if her spirit could never, ever, ever, ever die. Cause queens don't wait, queens get waited on. Queens don't wait, queens move on. Queens don't wait, queens get waited on. Queens don't wait, 